0: The Bible reading today is from the Gospel of John, chapter 20. You can find that on page 1088 of the Bibles that you were given as you came into church. Page 1088. John, chapter 20, and we're going to start at verse 19. But just to fill you in a little bit, this is right at the end of John's account of Jesus' life. Jesus has been crucified, he's risen from the dead, and he's appeared to Mary, and now he appears to his disciples. So John chapter 20 on page 1088, starting at verse 19. On the evening of that first day of the week, when the disciples were together, with the doors locked for fear of the Jewish leaders, Jesus came and stood among them and said, peace be with you. After he said this, he showed them his hands and sighed. The disciples were overjoyed when they saw the Lord. Again, Jesus said, peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, I am sending you. And with that, he breathed on them and said, receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive anyone's sins, their sins are forgiven. If you do not forgive them, they're not forgiven. This is the word of the Lord.
1: Good morning again, church. How are you going? Good, great. Great to be with you again this morning. I'm just going to figure out where I'm going to put that. Great if you've joined us uh, for the first time, or if you're new to our church, you've joined us on a great occasion. Uh, It is, like the screen says behind me, it's it's Vision Day for our church, where we think about uh, what God has for us in 2019. Uh, So it's great that you've joined us today, if you're new, if you're visiting, or if you're here for the who knows how many hundredth time, it's great to have you. Uh, Why don't we pray as uh, we ask God for his vision for our church this year. Let's pray. Lord, this morning, give us your vision for this church in 2019. Use this morning uh, to put us on the same page and to strengthen our resolve to be your church in Willoughby this year. Amen. Amen. Uh, well, it, it could be said, why do we need a vision in 2019? Especially in 2019, why do we need a vision? Uh, there's a lot of change happening for our church. Uh, we're, going to, we're about to enter a season of change and of waiting and of transition. As many of you are aware, our senior minister uh, leaves us, retires in less than two months. Uh, and then we don't know who's going to join us and when they're going to come. Uh, It could be a couple of months, we don't know. It could be more than that. Uh, And then we're going to receive somebody new in that position. Um, We don't know what changes they're going to be bringing. Uh, So it could be said, why do we need a vision in 2019? Uh, Why not just wait and see what happens? I want to answer that question this morning by sharing uh, my little personal vision for myself in 2019, uh, as I think about my job here at St. Stephen's and as I think about our situation. Um, and it excites me because it means I'm an astronaut, Well, that's the way I'm thinking about it. I've always wanted to be an astronaut and I think this is my opportunity. Here's how I'm thinking about 2019 personally, and it might have something to do with, with us as well. Uh, an astronaut this year, for me, it feels like a, a bit of a mission to space. For example, it always starts with a launch. Uh, for the next two months, with Graham's help, we want to launch this church into 2019. We want to give this church the best start to the year possible. And that's what I'm going to be trying to think about, trying to think about, uh, for the first two months of this year. We're, we're going to launch, and that's why we're here today. That's why we've gathered together. We've gathered together to think about this year. And with a launch comes a sense of excitement, doesn't it? There's new possibilities. There's a new thing to explore. Uh, We're on the cusp of something new together. But perhaps there's also a sense of nervousness as we begin this together. So there's a launch. That's stage one. Stage two is orbiting. Uh, We're going to be in a period of orbit. For who knows how long. Like I said, it could be a couple of months, could be a little bit more, we don't know. But in a sense, we're going to be moving, but there's going to be a sense of of waiting. Uh, And orbiting, you have a sense of relief because you've made it this far. We're safe, we're through the atmosphere, we've launched successfully. Uh, But then there's a sense of waiting, waiting, we're we're keeping on moving. And my job, I feel like I, I want to make sure we're moving forward. Whatever's happening, we're going to be moving forward. Then there's a third stage, uh, and that is we can do this these days. We can land the rocket back to Earth. Um, SpaceX, if you follow Elon Musk, I don't know, I do, massive fan. You can, you can land the same rocket you launched up, you can land back down. Uh, but towards the end of this year or halfway through this year, I see my job as landing the new minister safely and without any major hiccups here at St. Stephen's. And with a landing, uh, there can be a sense of completion. The mission's complete, and I'm looking forward to that with you. Uh, but it can also come with other emotions, like a sense of grief or a sense of loss as a season really comes to an end and that, that particular mission is over. And so the question is, I mean, that's the detail of 2019, really. Um, but there's a bigger picture There's a bigger picture. We might be launching, we might be orbiting, we might be landing at a particular part of the year. That's just the detail. If you zoom out, there's still a sun. And I've spelt it incorrectly to imply the pun. There is a sun, his name is Jesus. And there is still a world that Jesus has sent us to. We're still here. There's still a sun in 2019, There's still a world in 2019, and there's still St. Stephen's in 2019. The detail might be changing, but we still need a vision. In fact, we still have a vision. And this year, the vision's this. It comes from John chapter 20, verse 21, that Jill read out to us. Jesus said, and this is your memory verse for 2019. I'm giving it to you. Jesus said, as the Father has sent me, I am sending you. As the Father has sent me, I am sending you. This year, we're a church that is sent. The detail might be changing, but the big picture is clear. God has a mission for us to this world. He sends us into this world. This year, we're sent. That's why we've given you a little badge. We want you to remember the vision this year. Johnny will talk about... Uh, what we want you to do with that badge in a moment's time. But basically, we want you to use it to remember our vision, that we are sent. This year, we're going to stay on course. We're not going to curl up as a church. We're going to continue our mission, and we're going to be sent by God into this world. That's our vision. Now, that's not new. Um, as St. Stephen's, you know this, our vision as a church is to be followers of Jesus Christ. But a part of following Jesus Christ is to be sent by him. That, in fact, what, that's what Jesus was doing in the Great Commission right there. He's sending his disciples. That was their first task as followers of Jesus, to be sent by him. Uh, and as a team, as a staff team, as a parish council, as a leadership team, as a wardens team, we thought about this, we gathered together about it, and we decided this year we just want to focus on that aspect of being sent. So what does it mean? I've said the word like a hundred times, but maybe you're still drawing blanks. What does it mean to be sent? Well, I just want to paint a picture uh, quickly this morning. Um, By using that word sent, I've come up with an acronym, a word for S, a word for E, a word for N, a word for T, so that at least you'll remember something as you leave the building today. Uh, but I want us to think about what it means when Jesus says, as the Father has sent me, so I am sending you. What does it mean to be sent? And what I think is really uh, interesting and helpful is that God just doesn't turn up and says, I'm sending you to the world, that's your mission, and give us no idea of what that looks like. Jesus gives us, before he says, I am sending you, what's he say? As the Father has sent me. In other words, we can look at how Jesus was sent in order to understand how we're sent in 2019. And I want to do that with you this morning. I've given you our acronym, and the first word is easy. It's sent. How easy is that? You're not going to forget that one. The first word is sent. And what I want to say this morning, based on this, is that as a church, as individuals, you have a divine calling on your life. You have a divine purpose. Uh, It might just be an observation that I've had on my generation, Um, but I think in our day and age, there is a search for meaning and for purpose in our lives. Uh, One example of how I see that is the book, The Twelve Rules for Life, Uh, that you might have heard of by the popular and clinical psychologist, Jordan B. Peterson, uh, released last year. It's a self-help book. It has sold millions of copies. It's topped uh, best-selling lists in the UK and in the United States. Uh, And it's about finding meaning for your life. Um, And many generations are using that book to think about life. And maybe it's just me, but I often have existential crises myself, just small ones, what am I doing with my life? What's it all about? And what I find interesting is that when we look at the life of Jesus, we would say to one another, his life was full of purpose and of meaning. Uh, And of course, Jesus had a particular mission and thankfully that's not our mission. Um, You don't have the weight of the world on your shoulders. You don't have to die for the sins of the world. Breathe a sigh of relief. Uh, He had a particular mission. But the reason we can say Jesus' life had such purpose and meaning is because he was sent by God. He was sent by the Father into this world. And what's amazing is at the end of Jesus' life, as he sums up his life, he says, as the Father has sent me, he also says, I am sending you. In other words, you also are sent by God. You're sent by God the Son. You have a divine calling on your life. You have a divine purpose. Uh, As theologians look at that line, as the Father has sent me, so I am sending you, they say it's almost as if Jesus is inviting his disciples into the mission of God. It's almost as if we are called to continue Christ's work in the world. You are sent by God. That's the first thing uh, we want to be reminded of this year. You've been sent into this world by God. You have a divine purpose on your life. The second word uh, is earth. From E is earth. You are sent to earth. Now that sounds strange, doesn't it? Sounds like we're aliens from another planet. Um, But there's something really important that I think needs to be communicated here. And that is that we are called to bring heaven to earth. We are sent to bring heaven to earth. Um, You know, a lot of people think to follow Jesus means you have to escape this earth as quickly as possible. They turn up here and they think, um, to be a Christian, to live a holy life pleasing to God, I have to resist anything that's earthly or creaturely or created uh, I have to escape culture and everything that comes with it. And if I can, I'll, I want to get to heaven. Heaven is the ultimate aim. You might know that Paul says in Philippians 3.20, Paul calls us citizens of heaven. But what's been really exciting for me is to figure out what that actually means. And I've been helped by the New Testament writer, a uh, New Testament scholar, not writer, uh, Tom Wright, in his uh, understanding of what it meant to be a citizen in the first century, as Paul was using that metaphor, to Roman citizens in Philippi. And he, he says this: "Being citizens of heaven, Philippians 3:20, doesn't mean you're supposed to end up there." Many of the Philippians were Roman citizens, but Rome didn't want them back. Their job was to bring Roman culture to Philippi. That's the point the Gospels actually make, he goes on. Jesus is risen, and therefore his followers have a new job to do. What is that new job? To bring the life of heaven to birth in actual, physical, earthly reality. Our job, our sentness, is to bring heaven to earth. Now, how do we do that? How on earth do you bring heaven to earth? Well, the third word I have for you is now. And that's the beginning of an answer to that question of how you bring heaven to earth. You start now. Wherever you are and whatever you are doing, you understand that you are sent by God to bring heaven to to earth. You don't have to work for a church. You don't have to come to church. You don't have to uh, be a missionary to be sent to bring heaven to earth. We want everybody in this church to understand this year, wherever you are and whatever you do, you are sent there in that moment now to be a part of what God is up to in his world. This year, we're going to, as a church, be thinking about this together, and we've thought of four different areas of life where you can think about now, where you are. Uh, that's church in our first term. This term, we're going to be thinking together about what does it mean to be sent, to bring heaven to earth, sent to church. In, in term two, we're going to be thinking about what does it mean to be sent to work. And by that, I don't mean a full-time job necessarily. You might have one of those, but we'll be thinking about that. But maybe you've got a part-time job, or maybe you're retired, or maybe uh, you're a full-time parent. What does it mean to be sent by God to that moment, is what we're going to be thinking about in term two. In term three, we're going to be thinking about what's it mean to be sent to the world as a church. And in term four, we're going to be thinking about what's it mean to be sent to Willoughby. But the the idea is that wherever you are and whatever you do, you are sent now in that moment to bring heaven to earth. That means whether you're at home, whether you're preparing dinner, whether you're cleaning dishes, whether you're uh, putting the washing out, whether you're driving the kids to sport on a Saturday, you're sent by God in that moment. If you're at work, if you're working in front of an Excel spreadsheet, if you're traveling overseas for your job, if you're a student... At school, studying. What's it mean in that moment to be sent by God there? We're going to be thinking about that together. Whether you build houses, whether you file tax returns, whether you teach students or whether you are a student, you are sent by God to bring heaven to earth in that moment, now, in that place. Finally, we're sent, but we're sent together. What I love about this passage is, when Jesus says, "As the Father has sent me, so I am sending you," He goes on to say, uh, and it, it goes on to say, "And with that, he breathed on them and said, "Receive the Holy Spirit." In that passage, you have the Father who has sent the Son in the power of the Spirit." And so Jesus doesn't do his mission alone. And that's true for us as well. And the first thing Jesus does as he sends his disciples, is he gives them a friend. He gives them the spirit of God. He gives them a counselor, a guide. He gives them God's power to live with them forever. And so we're not alone. God is with us wherever we are. Um, But Jesus in that moment also sends them together. He doesn't just send John. He doesn't just send James. He doesn't just send Matthew by themselves, he sends them as a group. He creates the church and that's true for us as well. He sends us together and I think that must have been one of the most reassuring things for the disciples, for them to look around in that moment and go, Jesus didn't just send one of us, he sent all of us together. What what does that mean? That means this year uh, we're going to listen to what one another are doing wherever we are and we're going to try and hear more testimonies up the front of different stories of where we're being sent and how God's using us and we're going to pray for one another as we're sent and we're going to support one another as we are sent as a church and we've spent a year thinking about last year thinking about what it means to be building a community of friends and now we're going to use that friendship resource that we have Uh, As a resource, as we go out to listen to one another, to uh, pray for one another, to support one another. I just want to share one 2019 testimony of what it looks like to be sent together. And I've asked uh, permission from the Coston family to share this. But as many of you know, our brother in Christ, Doug Coston, is fighting cancer at the moment. And he's been doing that for the last couple of months. Um, and I happened to hear a story just in the last couple of weeks about how a bunch of women in our church gave Faith a phone call and said, hey, can we come over and help with stuff around the house? And they went over there and they just helped with what needed to be done. I think that is exactly what it looks like to, to be sent now together. Together to support one another, to pray one another, and to actually be there for one another. Isn't that a beautiful 29 testimony of what it means to be sent together? And so this year, church, we are sent by God. Remember, the details might be changing, but we are sent by God. There's still a sun, there's still a world, and he sends us into that world to bring heaven to earth, to do it now, wherever we are, and to do it together. And that's our vision to t- for 2019. Jesus said, "As the Father has sent me, so I am sending you." Amen. 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 I'm going to pray, and then Brian Spiller is going to lead us in some additional prayers. Let's pray.. Lord Jesus, uh, this morning, we hear your call. You say to us, as you said to your disciples then on that day, you say to us, as the Father has sent me, so I am sending you. And Lord, we thank you for the privilege that it is to be a part of what you're up to in the world. May we understand that we are sent to bring heaven's culture to earth in our actions and in our words and in who we are as we become like Christ. We also thank you for the opportunity to be your sent ones wherever we are and whatever we do, whether we're at home, whether we're at work, whether we're somewhere in between. Lord, you call us to be sent in that moment, to bring heaven to earth in that moment. And Lord, you don't leave us alone, but you make a church that we might be sent together. Lord, help us to understand this vision, help us to uh, be on board with this vision together and Lord, may we see fruit for your kingdom through this by the end of 2019. In Christ's name, in your name we pray. Amen.